other been as broke as me. I like that. When I was young, I had two pair of leaves. Besides that, the pinstripes and the gray. Uh-huh. The one I wore on Mondays and Wednesdays. Uh-huh. While niggas flirt, I'm sewing tigers on my shirt. And alligators. Uh-huh. You want to see the inside? Huh? I see you later. They come the drama. Oh, that's that nigga with the fake. Uh-huh. Wow, why you punch me in my face? Stay in your place. Play your position. Uh-huh. They come my intuition. Uh-huh. Go in this nigga pocket. Rob him while his friends watch it. That hoes clock it. Uh-huh. Here comes respect. His crew's your crew, or they might be next. Look at they man eye. Big man, they never try. So we roll with them. Uh-huh. Stole with them. I mean loyalty. Niggas bought me milks at lunch. The milks with chocolate. The cookies, butter crunch. 80 And I ain't have to be in school by 10 I then began to encounter With my counter parts Of how to burn the block apart Break it down into sections Drugs by these selections Some use pipes, others use injections Syringe sold separately Frank the deputy, quick to grab my Smith and Wesson Like my dick was missing To protect my position, my corner, my layer While we out here, say the hustler's prayer If the game shakes me or breaks me I hope it makes me a better man Stand, put money in my mom's hand Get my daughter this college plan So she don't need no man Stay far from timid Only make moves when your heart's in it And live the phrase, sky's the limit
All right. Um, what is up, guys? I know we got some people in the chat. Uh, Durante in the chat again. What's going on? He says, what's up, y'all? How's life going? Life's going good, man. What is up, people? Jonathan Fedna, the worst Monday Night Raw I've watched in history. Durante McDaniel, how was Monday night? How was it? Ugh, horrible. Oh, They're going to go with Amy Dumas versus Becky Lynch. Bro, would you believe the bullcrap WWE tries to do with Ronda, stupid head Rousey? Oh, God. Ladies and gentlemen. Ah, this company, bro. Um, before we get into all that, if this is the first time watching the show and you guys do not know how this podcast works, man, every Monday we're on here with Notorious Unscripted, and every Friday we're on here with the news. Um, also, they're not up yet, but they should be up after this goes live, man. But uh, last Friday's episode of news, um, last Friday's episode of news, and the Royal Rumble review. Should be up right after this show uh, goes off the air, man. So you can find those on Spotify, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Anchor. And if you want to see it first, come right here on YouTube, man. So with that being said, if this is your first time watching and you guys do not know how the show works, we are live every... We are live... Um, Jesus Christ, what am I saying? Uh, if this is your first time watching and you guys do not know who we are here at the Notorious Hills Podcast... I'm Johnny Mayhem, one half of the host of this very show. And as for the other half, we got my man, Sir K, here. How's it going, man? It's uh, it's going good, man. It's going good. Just chilling out the room. It's finally being changed. As you guys can see, um, looks like I'm sitting in dark and fucking doing one of those challenges where you sleep in a fucking abandoned building. But other than that, I'm doing good, man. I'm doing good. Just chilling and waiting for dynamite and then thursday finally have something to fucking do man after dynamite but other than that man other than that i'm doing good bro i'm doing good what about you man yeah man i'm doing good bro i'm doing good just chilling bro just chilling man um yeah nothing nothing too much nothing too much man just getting ready for this week of dynamite and then we got dying light later this week so i'm excited bro i'm excited i don't know why i'm so yeah, hot yeah. Man, I am fucking. Shit. I don't know why I am so hot, man, but I am like sweating. Well, it's hot as so cold in this room. It's hot as shit. In in room. <laughs> I had to crack the window, man, and I'm still hot. Dang. I don't know what the deal is. Oh shit! You good, man. <laughs> shit. Yeah, I think it's the heat. The heat's kicking, but yeah. If, oh I, shit! If I, if I look I like you. my face is red, that is why. Um, I don't know why I'm so hot, this. man. Yeah, I see all you guys freaking out over Lita versus Becky Lynch, bro. Jesus Christ. Yeah, so like I said, um, news, uh, this past episode of news and the Royal Rumble Royal Rumble review, they're not up yet. That's my bad. Uh, but yeah, they'll be up right after this. Um, so no worries on that. Uh, but <sighs> Monday Night Raw, that's, yeah, kind of pointless to talk about SmackDown, so. Um. Shit. Dang. I'm just reading chat before we get into this. WWE Damn, is man. dead. The women's division is dead. Um. Oh yeah. My boy Veer is. My my boy Veer is coming to get his special seat, and fucking catering next to Dana Brooke and Tamina. It's so fucking. It's bad. Hey, 
I'm telling you, bro. I feel you. Hey, Vera uh, was spotted on main event again. Goddamn. <laughs> I mean, that's his homeland. He's pro he's still coming to Raw. Apparently, from his vignette, he found his target. Bet that's Dana Brooke. <sighs> God, this company, man. His target would be a pink slip, but he, he's not, so... Did y'all know Tamina outlasted Sasha Banks in the Royal Rumble? Let that shit sink in. Damn, did she? Did she? Let me see. Damn, she might have. I can see it, bro. She was in that bitch for a minute. She was. Oh, man. Well, when I 2002, damn, everyone's doing it. Tim did it, too. 2002 Rumble. The fuck? Two Rumble results. Uh, where do you go to to get those timestamps? Oh, it I didn't show them on it. Wikipedia. Oh shit. Hmm. That's usually where it has all the the timestamps. That's where I like to go look. Timestamps. Timestamps. While you're doing that, and keep reading chat. Ronda Rousey doesn't need the title. She's only there for money. I'm going to keep saying it till the till the day cows come home. Home build better Ronda, better women's wrestlers. WWE is so stupid. Durante. Lita versus Becky Lynch for the Raw Women's Championship at Elimination Chamber. Why? I'll tell you why. Because now... Now, WWE wants to act like they give a shit about the women's division. That's why. Because Ronda Rousey's back, and now, all of the sudden, now we care about the women's division again. Ridiculous, bro. I know, Durante, you weren't here for the Royal Rumble review. Not sure if you watched it, but we absolutely shit all over it, this company, bro. Oh, yeah. Good lord. Um... The hype of Ronda Rousey is dead. Nobody wants to see her wrestle for a championship. She's only that she's only gonna use uh arm left arm uh, arm bar after arm bar after arm bar and squash. Uh -huh. That's true. Yeah, yeah, but it is. I found, found the results. So Tamina thankfully did not wait, did she all ask Sasha? Wait. Oh, fifty three wait, wait, wait. Oh, it's nine minutes. What is Tamina's time? What is Tamina's time? She did. She outlasted Sasha. Sasha got. I'm like I'm around these up. Sasha got ten minutes. Um, Tamina got uh, seventeen. Uh, Liv Morgan got thirty-seven. Um, Bianca Belair got forty-seven. Natalia got thirty-six. I'm just reading off a couple of big ones. Mm-hmm. Charlotte got 31. And my favorite stat, <clears throat> Ronda Rousey, the winner, was in there for a whopping 10 minutes. 10 minutes and 16 seconds. Great. That's ridiculous, bro. Ridiculous. ridiculous. <sighs> Monday Night Raw opens the show with Brock Lesnar. Oh, God. Liv Morgan defeated Dewdrop on main event. Would you look at that? 
Eric. Oh, I heard about Eric that. Mural in chat, man. Jesus, Good. now Liv Morgan's on main event. And as you can tell, if you guys couldn't tell by tonight, all your favorites are slowly being moved off the show. I believe mm -hmm. the only women we got on tonight's show, I think we've seen Dana Brooke. I know we've seen Rhea and Nikki and uh, Ronda. And, oh, right. Forgot about that. Carmella and... Um, who, who the fuck did she face? Was, uh, uh, Bianca, right? Bian yep, it was Bianca. Yeah, your Liv Morgans of the world and your Piper Nivens of the world are oh, now God. being replaced by Ronda Rousey. Mm -hmm. And just so coincidentally, they put them in the main event. But before we get to the main event, let's talk about the Open. Brock Lesnar. Brock Lesnar comes out. Brock Lesnar comes out and he, well, Bobby Lashley comes out, sorry. Bobby Lashley comes out and what do you know, man? Uh, they're talking about this Royal Rumble, him beating Brock Lesnar at the Royal Rumble. And what do you know, Brock Lesnar ends up coming out in uh, his ring attire, which yeah. I cannot stress how much that scared me because I thought... <sighs> I thought they it was were gonna. Happen. I genuinely thought they were gonna shoehorn into taking Bobby Lashley out of the main event because earlier in the day, news had broke that uh, they don't have any fucking plans for Bobby Lashley as the WWE champion, nope. um, and they put Bobby Lashley inside of the Elimination Chamber match. <laughs> of course, that makes sense. When, <sighs> in the advertisements for the Chamber match, it says. It's like, it's Corey Graves or somebody says, you want a part, you want to be a part of Mania, you have to compete in this match. And then what? it's just, it's literally, in the ad, it basically talks about you need to win this match to be at Mania, and it's a title match. Makes no sense, bro. Makes no sense. See, I like, I like when a champion defends his title in the elimination chamber mm -hmm. when he has a challenger for the royal rumble that won the royal rumble that's going to challenge him exactly bobby lashley being put in this spot with no challenger right. you know what i mean and it, it it makes it makes zero fucking sense, bro. It makes no really? sense. This guy doesn't have a challenger. Roman Reigns, I would say you put him in the chamber, but who the hell is he gonna be in there against? Sami Zayn, fucking Jey Uso, you know, uh, Angel. Uh, who who the fuck's the guy gonna be in the in the elimination chamber Cesaro. against, man? So, so with that, so with that. You can't put Roman in there because you have nobody to put him in there against. And then how how predictable is that? Oh, I wonder who's going to win that one. So you have to put Bobby Lashley in there. And one of these guys, I know one of these guys is going to get a championship match at WrestleMania. And they are going to lose the Elimination Chamber. You know what I exactly. mean? Exactly. The only way they could do that without having the loser lose in the chamber is if you put the belt on Matt Riddle and you have him face Randy Orton. But doesn't that give anybody some bad PTSD, man? Exactly. 
You know, wonder exactly. who's going to win the WWE title at WrestleMania. Is Matt Riddle going to keep the belt? Or is Orton going to win it? Like, come on, bro. Come on. Because the original plans, according to sources, was that Matt Riddle was supposed to be the original main eventer or the original Royal Rumble winner. And he was going to face Orton for the title at Mania. Mm-hmm. That's the only way I could see them going out of this here. But then, you really put the championship on Bobby Lashley for two fucking weeks? Exactly. For two weeks? What is the date of the chamber again? February 19th. Okay, okay. I have no clue. Goddamn. But, like, it doesn't make sense, bro. It doesn't make sense. I don't get it, bro. And they were talking about qualifying matches tonight. And wasn't there like two? The rest of them were just put in just because? Yeah. Why? Like, we have qualifying matches. Meanwhile, Austin Theory and AJ Styles were the only ones that qualified. Exactly. Everyone else just got in, just was put in the match randomly. And one of the qualifying matches, which one of the, Adam Pierce just came out and said, this is going to be a qualifying match. Uh, Matt Riddle and Otis. Or no, yeah. three guys qualified. There was a three, yeah, there was three. Because that one, he just came out randomly and said, yep, it's a qualifying match. That, that's not how you do qualifying matches. You announce them. But okay, okay. Eric, Omas versus Bobby Lashley at WrestleMania. My man, I hope you are joking. <laughs> I'm going to laugh so. because that sounds atrocious. But I'm laughing with you, that hopefully. Was a, that was a great joke, if that was a joke. Why is Cedric Alexander setting up Scooby-Doo traps for Bobby Lashley? I want to hear what Big Swole got to say when he gets released. <laughs> Tell me what I'm telling you. Dude. Oh, man. This fucking show. So, Brock Lesnar comes out. And he's telling Bobby Lashley that he didn't earn it. And it was because of, you know, he's firing Bobby Lashley up, trying to get him to take the title shot or take the title match tonight. And, and, uh, um, he's, you know, he's got to be trolling. (laughs) You got to be trolling, bro. (laughs) You got to be trolling. You got to be trolling, man. Please tell me you are trolling. Even though. Omas is my Omas. favorite professional wrestler ever. Omas. I love Omas. Goddamn. He's a goat. No, he seriously, is. please tell me you're joking. Um, anyway, so Brock Lesnar, Brock Lesnar, man, he, uh, he, he's trying to tempt Bobby Lashley. Bobby Lashley uh, says no. They walk away. Bobby Lashley gets up the ramp, and Adam Pearce says... Well, Brock, uh, Bobby Lashley is going to defend his title against five other guys, and you're one of them. Uh, could we be any more fucking lame? Could we be exactly. any more, like, seriously? Could, at could least we be... get one good Brock match out of it. Make him do one match, at least. Honestly, man, I mean... He's already there tonight. You know what? I wrote down a couple names just so I wouldn't forget. So apparently, guys... Shane McMahon produced this Royal Rumble, 
And now this motherfucker's supposed to be coming back to television soon. Couple oh, names cool. I got. A couple names I got sitting right here. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna start with the lesser ones. And some of these, some of these, you guys may say, huh, "Well, who cares if we see that guy or not?" But well, I have four names. Two of them you're gonna be like, "Eh, why do we care if we see him or not?" But may I remind you? That was the most boring Royal Rumble I've ever watched. I think all four of these guys could have been in this match and got a little bit more of a fucking reaction. First one, weakest name, Mansoor. You had Rick Boogs in that motherfucker. And man, you have Mansoor just sitting there doing nothing, waiting for a Saudi Arabian pay-per-view to come up. That's true. Next up, another weaker name, Apollo Crews. What... Yeah. Where the fuck was Apollo Crews? You mean to tell me you had Angelo Hawkins in the Royal Rumble and you didn't have nothing for Apollo Crews to do? The third name. Where was Cesaro? That is true. That is very true. You got I'm fucking... Bro, yeah, seriously. But, but his passion is worth it. Just because he's passionate about wrestling... It's worth saying in WWE, apparently. You got Cesaro on the roster, and meanwhile, you had Shane McMahon making his way down the aisle, and Cesaro is in the back doing nothing. The fourth name, which I'm genuinely baffled was not in this match when I was thinking about this. Where the fuck was Finn Balor? Yep, that one too. That one too, man. Where the hell was Finn Balor? Well, apparently he's been gone. He hasn't been around for a little bit. Well, so. there's that on top of the, you know, rumors that they want him to be in the Jeff Hardy role. I don't think he's mm-hmm. going to be in this company by the end of the year. You think no, Finn Balor doesn't want to participate in the Royal Rumble? God, no. Why would he? Want to just get thrown over for nothing? You know, fucking veer. The fuck? I mean, what the what the fuck was the guy doing? What the fuck was the Nothing. guy doing? Get him in the Royal Rumble match. What's your problem? You had Rick Boobs, Angelo Hawkins. You had fucking... Oh, my God, man. You had the fucking... Both of the dirty dogs in there. Oh but you don't. God. But you don't got Finn Balor. You don't got Finn Balor. I'm sure he wouldn't mind. 20 of them were tag teams. In the 30-man Royal Rumble, 20 of those individuals were a team. Come on, bro. Come Come on. on. Finn is a jobber now, unfortunately. And it makes me sick. Cesaro needed to be in that match. Absolutely. Oh, 100%. Absolutely. I wonder if it's because Sasha Banks is 30 years old. Oh, I think you're talking about... Uh, you know, her being in the match, Durante. And one thing I had brought up uh, on the Royal Rumble review was, could it possibly be because she's still injured and she's, you know, not 100%, but she still wanted to be in the match because they needed bodies? Exactly. Could be. I could see that. And that's going to be the reason why she came out first. Just get it over with, kind of. Right. So she didn't have to run down the ramp. Right. That's true. Um, that's true. Yeah. Yeah, that is, that as well, man. I'm not surprised they don't use uh, they don't like Finn. 
you don't like Cesaro, uh, you don't like Cesaro, they should go to AEW. Absolutely. I don't yeah. know why, but you know, Cesaro's one of those guys you, you can't, you can't blame. Finn, I feel, is contractually held down. He said before he doesn't even want to be there in WWE, so. Exactly. You know, but Cesaro, I mean, this man literally was a free agent in 2021 after WrestleMania, and he opted to resign, so you can't feel bad for the man. You really can't feel, feel bad, bad for, for the man. No. No, I mean, dude, you've been in the company since 2012. I remember I remember being a little 11-year-old kid watching Antonio Cesaro debut on the main roster. <laughs> and, and here we are in 2022, 10 fucking years later of him being in tag teams and him being in uh, just this meaningless mid-card feuds that don't mean a damn thing and they opt to give him a WrestleMania match. For its five minutes of fame. Exactly. Uh, and never used him again. And that was good enough for him to re-sign. So you, you really... Guys, the guy's got all the talent in the world, but you genuinely can't, can't blame anybody but but him. You can't. Exactly. Finn, Finn, on the other hand, I feel bad for. Finn, on the other hand, oh, I feel 100%. bad for. I think exactly. this poor guy just wants to be fucking used. And... <laughs> Like I said, I'm sure the guy would have been more than happy to partake in a dog shit Royal Rumble. You know what I mean? Just because he wants to be fucking used. And WWE doesn't do that. They just, they, they don't no. do that, man. So they kept him out again. And he was saying how he wants a proper heel run on the main roster. I know it was talked about a couple weeks back, but they never did anything with it. I, you know this dude wants out. You know this dude wants out. 100%. You know he's talking to Omega. You know he's talking to fucking the, the Bucks. You know he's talking to Adam Cole. You know he's talking to these guys, man. And exactly. Yeah, but Finn, bro, like I said, I'm I'm sure I'm sure this guy would have been more than happy to partake in a Royal Rumble, uh, just to do something. You know what exactly. I mean? And he's he's not used so. WWE, the more fuck yous they keep giving him, one day, one day, mm -hmm. uh, you know, they, they, he, he, uh, one day it's going to come around and bite them in the ass because he's going to leave. Mm -hmm. No, they tricked Cesaro into resigning with a small push that ended after he signed the deal. He's got to be smarter he than that. Been. He's got to yeah, be smarter than that. They do that all the time. Yeah, they do that. Exactly, they they do that all the time. Uh, other other guys, uh, the revival didn't fall for that shit. A lot of guys didn't fall for it because they know he's got to know. He's been in WWE. He was in WWE for nine years at the time. They did it to him before. Mm -hmm. So, mm -hmm. come on, he knew. Yeah, he's just yeah. delusional. Rhea Ripley and Nikki. I don't even want to talk about that. I, don't, I really don't give a shit yeah, about no, that fuck feud. That shit. Um, uh, more Alexa Bliss shit. Um, ladies and gentlemen, Dominic Mysterio versus The Miz, and with Bro, that, worst match I've ever seen. <laughs> and with that. They are starting up a feud between 
the Mysterios, and the Miz. Bro, kill me. Fucking kill me, man. Bro, do you see Dominic's accomplishments? Oh no, what was his accomplishments? Rey Mysterio's son? Rey Mysterio's son and getting eliminated by Happy Corbin in the Royal Rumble. <laughs> That's the two things they put. What? The man was the tag team champion and they just put that. What a fucking accomplishment. <laughs> Good lord. Good lord, man. Uh, hell of accomplishments for this kid. Exactly. Eric. Yeah, I like having chat. This is what this is what unscripted is about, man. Keep it coming, guys. So we don't have to talk about this god awful show. Jesus Christ. Finn Balor didn't want to go to the main roster. He wanted to go to NXT UK instead of the main roster. Yeah, yeah, man. That I, I that's one of the things I wish. That's one of the biggest what ifs, man. Finn versus Walter. Ah. Man. Now it will crazy. have to be Finn versus Gunther. Gunta, as he says in his fucking accent, dude. Oh my god. <laughs> Sounds horrible. Um, yeah, man. Finn, yeah, huge, huge what if, bro. Huge what if. Uh the women's division sucks in WWE Raw and SmackDown. Absolutely, absolutely, Jonathan. Absolutely, bro. I don't blame it on Cesaro, I blame it on Vince. Uh, and listen, man, I, I, I unfortunately got to disagree with you there, bro. Cesaro, Cesaro, yeah. bro, he, he knew what was coming. He did it to himself. He did it to himself. Yeah, absolutely. It happens. Watch WWE, uh, this is from Durante, watch WWE put Bailey and Sasha back together and book Sasha and Bailey versus Zelina and Carmella for the worthless... No die in fire women's tag team <laughs> women's tag team championship oh, match <laughs> probably i can see it <laughs> i could bro i could see it another thing i could see with them kind of introducing lita back remember a couple years ago when they wanted to do lita and trish take winning the yeah. women's tag titles at, at wrestlemania i could see it i could fucking see it kill me uh, Eric says Vince wants to erase the U the NXT UK talent's history that move up mm -hmm. out of there. Hence Walter, you mean Gunther, and Piper Niven or Dewdrop. Yeah. yeah, it seems like a thing oh, with yeah. with with these yeah. NXT, especially with the NXT UK people. Which kind of now that you say huge. that it makes me scared for Pete Dunne because uh, you Ooh. know the. You never fucking know what the fuck this will. I mean, this guy's. I, I don't need. Listen, they changed Walter to Gunther. They changed Piper Niven to Dewdrop. There is absolutely. You don't know what. You don't know what's next, bro. You don't know what's next. They're gonna with this call him Tosh or some fucking shit. <laughs> Who fucking knows? They're gonna call Pete Dunn. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely, bro. Um. Yeah, it happens a lot with these NXT UK people, man. Um, horrible. Absolutely atrocious. Uh, Dominic Mysterio versus The Miz. Yeah, like I said, guys, they are starting a feud with the fucking Mysterios and The Miz. Kill me. Kill me. <sighs> so, what I think, I think this is gonna be 
raise feud to promote the game. You know how they do this mm-hmm. with the cover athletes? They like yep. to get them in a feud where they can win type thing. They did it with the with AJ in, in, in uh, mm-hmm. 2018 when they wouldn't fucking take the title off of him and his title ring was stale as hell and they wouldn't take it off of him. The game was coming out. It's just a way to get wins when they released a damn game. Yeah. And then after that, they don't care about Rey Mysterio anymore. Um, exactly. Yeah, man. This this sounds horrible. This sounds fucking Terrible. horrible, man. Mm-hmm. The Miz versus the Mysterios. Kill me. Seth freaking Rollins is out here with uh, on the Kevin Owens show, and... He is uh, being talked to by Kevin Owens about how Roman Reigns cheated to win and, you know, he disqualified himself. And Kevin Owens and Seth Rollins have great chemistry. He said, he told Seth to look at him and he said, you're the universal champion in my heart. And that popped <laughs> Seth. Um, <laughs> yeah, that popped Seth and he... Uh, he he was like, "Oh, thanks, Kev. That means a lot." And then he was like, and then he told him that he had a bigger announcement. Drum roll, please. And I, I genuinely laughed when Kevin Owens did his drum roll. He was like, "Uh, uh, I don't know what the fuck he did, bro." But it that was like bro was like blowing in the mic, bro. It was a party chat. It was hilarious, bro. Kevin Owens is amazing. I uh, really wish. Selfishly, I would have really liked to see him go to AEW, but I understand it. Uh, I get it. I get it. I get it. But you know, would AEW uh, would a would he be a much darker character in AEW? That's the thing, because I feel like this Kevin Owens has found a sweet spot by being he can be very aggressive in the ring, but he's like very like unintentionally comedic to where it doesn't come off as cringe. He just comes off exactly. as, like, natural. Like, when he talks on the mic, I feel like that's how he talks in real life. Like, he's exactly. just, you know, like, all, all just very... That's how like, he would talk start... BT. Exactly. Exactly, bro. Like, that's that's where I think they found the sweet spot with Kevin Owens. Everybody knows how high I am on Seth Rollins. I think he's fantastic. He has found oh, yeah. a career resurgence, came into his own, truly. Um and he's he's been doing great great stuff, and these two together are hilarious, bro. These two together True. are hilarious. So Kevin Owens does his awkward little uh, drum roll, and Seth says that he is a member of the Elimination Chamber match with Bobby Lashley, and I'm like, what? Okay, what? Like, all right. You know what? I've seen a lot of people bringing this up. I've seen a lot of people bringing this up. Mm-hmm. Isn't it, uh... What's the right word I'm looking for? Isn't it, um... Ironic how they had Shane McMahon eliminate Kevin Owens from the Royal Rumble? I kept seeing this on Twitter, oh, but yeah. it's true. How fucking yeah. ironic is that? This dude just signs yeah. a new contract a couple weeks ago. And he gets thrown out by who? Vince's kid. Shane McMahon. 
Come on, bro. Come on. Ridiculous, bro. Ridiculous, man. I thought about that, man. I thought I kept seeing that on Twitter, and I'm like, oh fuck, that's true. I remember thinking it was stupid, but I that didn't even cross my mind. But I was like, Jesus Christ, man. Jesus Christ. Oh, bro. Goddamn. Fucking A. You know it. Oh, yeah. You know that was put in there on purpose. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah. Fucking Shane. Uh, I, I'm dreading him coming For back, dude. You know what someone said and it's so true? You know who he's going to feud with? Kurt. Nope. Austin Theory. Because who's close to Vince? Austin Theory. Yep. That's going to oh, kill me. You're going to get the rub from Vince's son. Fucking yeah. kill me. The blue chipper. Let Austin Theory be an up-and-coming star without throwing it in our face every day. This is the blue, blue chipper. Chip. This is the fucking blue whatever they call him. Yeah, WWE's next star. Whenever they say that, they never turn out as WWE's next star. Did no, WWE, did WWE in two thousand and two, you know, say, "Oh, John Cena is gonna be the the next top guy"? No, it just happened. It just happened. It just happens, bro. Like, come on, bro. You know, come it's on. like WWE did that same shit with Roman Reigns, and the only reason. He was the top guy is because they put him there. But in everybody's heart, the top guy was a Seth Rollins, a Bray Wyatt, a, you know, the, Dean Ambrose, this guy, that guy, you know what I mean? AJ Styles, fucking uh, John Cena in 2016 Ooh, even. You know what I mean? Exactly. But every time they try to shove it down your throat and say, this is our guy, this is the top guy. He's never, he never fucking turns out to be the top guy. Roman Reigns is the top guy now. Because That's they forced it to be. I do mean so much. Yeah, Roman Reigns is the top guy now because he's he's a heel. He's a heel, and they finally were forced to listen to us, which you know a huge part of that was Roman. And not only that, but um not only that, but they you know, once once he became a heel, he's he's not uh they they for a while for in the beginning of his tribal chief run they stopped treating him how they used to. Oh, this is the big exactly. dog, the the underdog in the fight. You know they always tried to paint him as like this fucking coming from behind babyface. And you never know? made sense. Yeah. Oh, he's up against Brock. He's up against Braun. Yeah. That holds about a much as much legitimacy as MGK. In 2012, calling John Cena the underdog of WWE. What? That doesn't make any sense. You know what I mean? Literal opposite. Um, but yeah, man. I mean, for for years they tried to shove that shit down our throat with Roman Reigns, and it never worked until they turned him heel, and now he's the top guy because he's not a fucking baby face. Because I mean, you know. <laughs> giving me a little bit of nostalgia but saying this kind of shit again but how do you look at him and not see a heel you know exactly. these are these are things we used to say all the time man but back to austin theory every time they say one of these guys is the or uh, look at mcintyre for example the chosen one he's the chosen one it's now true. but that version exactly. of drew mcintyre that was the That's chosen weird. one was fired and he was playing air guitar <laughs> 
Exactly. So um, when they say the next big thing, the the prospect, they ain't. They ain't. And if they are, they completely change by the time they are actually big star. Legitimately, the last one I can think of that actually became a big star was Brock Lesnar. His his, Brock. his nickname was the next big thing, and he was, he was that. Just, you know, um, Brock, he's the only one that actually did it like that. Yeah, genuinely, genuinely, he was literally probably about. Uh, well, he was definitely the only one in, in a long, long time. Long um, time. Um, yeah, so Austin Theory versus Kevin Owens here. Remember how we just told you guys that Kevin Owens resigned? Yeah, mm -hmm. well, he lost to Austin Theory. He will not be participating in the Elimination Chamber. Um, like, like Austin Theory, and I'm happy it's a younger guy. Yeah. But come on, I would love to see KO in there, yeah, I mean. Exactly, or, you know... One of my my thing is now, why why would you set it up for another match with Roman and Seth, and put Seth mm -hmm. in the in the chamber? Why not put exactly. Seth's spot for Owens? Does that make and, any sense? And, no, and in Seth's promo, he basically just sidelined Roman himself. Just I'm still in Roman's head for when I come back and want that title. But for now, what? You're like, what? what? He, he just oh, fucked you over. Okay, I don't get it, bro. I do not understand. If I'm Seth Rollins, I'm saying I'm getting another fucking title match, and if he gets disqualified, he gives me the championship. Simple as that. Simple as Simple that. storytelling. This is why people love NXT of 2018. Simple fucking storytelling. They had a great story. They had a great mm -hmm. story in that match. With the whole shield thing, it was great. It was great. Exactly. It was the best match of the night. Like I, I said in the beginning of the Rumble review, we went from here and all the way down, literally straight down, straight down, not even an incline, just straight fucking down from there. The whole night, so... The whole night, so... Why? How does that make any sense, man? How does that make any sense? It, it, it doesn't. So now, who the fuck does Roman Reigns face at, at Saudi Arabia? Does he even go to Saudi Arabia? I don't. I was about to say, who the hell is he gonna even face? Um. I can't remember if he does or not. I think he does. I think he's went before. I think he has. Yeah. Yeah. Didn't he go when the the plane incident happened? He was one of the first ones out. Oh, yep, yep, he was. Yeah, 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 okay. Well, yeah, who the fuck is he going to face? Bet they haven't figured that out. Mansoor. Watch. <laughs> Watch. He's going to face Mansoor. Watch. <sighs> and they're going to say... They're going to low-key say to Ali, this could have been you. They're going to do that. Gonna I could do that see shit. it. I could. Yeah, this because be Man, Man, Mansoor don't got nothing to do for no, Saudi Arabia. And they, you know they want to give him the, uh, his match because, exactly. you know, he's from there. So, 
and I want to give the middle finger to Wally, what better way? God damn. So, we're an interesting match. <laughs> um, guys, look at the chat. What happened? Oh, damn. You got some long it's ones. just questions. Yeah. Brock Lesnar, you're a dumb. Brock Lesnar. Dumb. You're dumb. Damn, bro. He's out here what cooking. He's out here cooking Brock. Like. I'm to read this. Hold on, bro. Give me a second. I gotta read this all out. Brock Lesnar, Ron, you're Ron, a dumb. Ronda Rossville. <laughs> you are. You look like you like like you look like Gary Coleman without a, the haircut. Amazing. Brock Lesnar, you look like the fat version of Paul Heyman without the ponytail. Wait. Hold on. Listen, I get your roasting Paul. You're roasting Brock. But Brock is the fat version of Heyman? Man, that don't really make sense to me, dog. I gotta say. I gotta really say. Goldberg, you, you like... Oh shit! Damn, he's just roasting. I'm Ain't nothing you, to read. Brody cooking. It's just, it's just um, cooking. I could put a fucking, I could put a burger on this bitch. That should be cooked. Next up, I gotta bring this up. We're not gonna talk about it, but I just want to say this: we seen Dolph Ziggler versus Angelo Hawkins. All right, I'm done. I'm done. <laughs> That's all, That's, That's all I had to say. That's all I had to say. Angelo Hawkins. It's Angelo Hawkins. <laughs> oh, I love it. I love it. This dude this dude might be one of my favorites on the roster now. Angelo Hawkins. Yeah, so apparently Cincinnati uh, is where he's from. So Dawkins uh -huh. comes from the jungle. Mm -hmm. um, cool. And cool yeah, bro. And... Uh, he got a win in his hometown. I love to see it. Wow. And you could see Let's the see uh, yeah, you could see the happiness on the man's face. So it mm -hmm. uh, it was uh, it was it was it was cool. It was cool to see, bro. It was cool to see. Good for him. I'm happy for him. Mm -hmm. Angelo exactly. Hawkins, like I said, returns home to the jungle, Cincinnati, and picks up a victory. Uh, deep in the woods against a lifer that you can only find deep in the jungle, and he beat him. Dolph Ziggler. So God, what do you man. know? Veer Mayhan is still uh -huh. coming to Raw. Still. Bro, that's a long-ass drive. Dude, what he been doing? What the fuck is this dude doing? Is he walking I I from India, bro? What happened to Veer, bro? Let him hear it. I think he's showing up to the arena okay. the wrong week. So this week he showed up to last week's arena. Next week, he'll show up to this week's arena. I think that's what he's doing. I think I figured it out. He needs to update his GPS and update the... He needs to track where they're going next instead of where they're at currently. You think Quite possibly. Right now. Quite possibly, bro. I could totally I could totally see it, man. I can totally see it. Um. Yeah, we don't know where the hell this dude's at. Um... We get the ending to the scooter race between Gable and Riddle. And. Race. Yeah. Um, 
It's fucking Vince's two brain cells racing. That's what the fuck that was. Uh, Riddle is about to win. He gets attacked by Otis and Gable. And Gable, uh, Gable wants to, or Gable wins, sorry. Gable wins because he gets distracted. Uh, Riddle gets distracted because of Otis. And that was, that was that, man. That was that. Nothing, nothing really too crazy there. Um, yeah, nothing crazy at all. Ending of that. Then we transition into Riddle, uh, finally getting his match. But it's not with Chad Gable, or it's not against the Alpha Academy. It's against Otis. Right before these two go on, Adam Pearce comes out and he says that Riddle versus Otis is going to be a tag, uh, or not a tag, uh, an Elimination Chamber qualifying match. Otis beats down Riddle in the uh, the whole entire match, but at the end, Riddle did the babyface comeback and got the victory over Otis, getting himself a chance at the WWE Championship in the Elimination Chamber. Hmm. Hmm. Interesting. Interesting. Is Matt Riddle going to win the WWE Championship? Could he? Maybe. Could it, could it be AJ? Who knows? It's actually looking pretty decent. I will say this. For a year that they did not need the WWE Championship to be defended in the chamber, they did actually go out and put on a, a, a well-put-together card. Or a well-put-together uh, field match. for the chamber. Um, yeah. You know, you kind of had to do it on Raw because, like I said, SmackDown has no fucking people. But like I said, if you just take out Bobby Lashley, insert Kevin Owens, and the winner gets the championship match at Mania and faces Bobby Lashley, I think it would be a lot better. Um, Mm -hmm. But like I said, literally the only other way around this and to have this, you know, because if, for example, if Bobby Lashley wins, then he goes on at WrestleMania to face AJ Styles. Why is AJ Styles getting a championship match when he just lost in the chamber? Exactly. Exactly. So there is somebody who's not in the chamber. Randy Orton. KO. Randy Orton. True, true. KO is another one. You can put it on Seth. KO is there. Then you have Matt Riddle. He can win it. And then you have Randy Orton who's not in it. I mean, you got two routes, but it. But then at that, then you're taking the championship off of Lashley after three weeks. Exactly. You can't take champion off championship off him. I can't simple? tell you guys. I can't tell you guys how many how many people. I can't tell you guys how many people. Uh, I, I've spoken to since the Royal Rumbles. One of my friends at work even told me this today. He said, "Man, you were right about Bobby Lashley versus Brock Lesnar. It was mid." Yeah. He didn't get his match. No. He's still not getting his match. Shit ain't no. right. It's not, bro. It's really not. Uh so yeah, so that was that was that. Um damn, what the hell happened after this? Uh oh. one second.
I think. Oh. Yeah, that was pretty much the like the last other than the. Okay, okay. I was just making sure I wasn't missing anything. Um, we had a women's match: Bianca versus Carmella. She beat Carmella. Apparently, Bianca is supposed to be facing Becky Lynch at WrestleMania. Oh, why? Oh, kill me. I don't know. I don't know with this company. I swear to Christ. Bianca Belair, um, she just, she just, it's just not there. It's just not there, bro. It's just not. It's not. You know, I th think, think that she was genuinely buried. At the hands of Becky so. Lynch. Um, she can just go to SmackDown. Yeah. Her time on Raw is done. Yeah, what they absolutely... What they absolutely needed to do in that draft and they didn't... Was take... Uh, Becky away from Bianca. And they kept them together for no reason. Mm -hmm. and, you for know, no reason. Stupid. Exactly. Exactly. So... Next, we had um, AJ Styles versus Rey Mysterio. This is the last qualifying match of the night. And uh, this is actually really cool. Rey Mysterio went to do his little uh, sit-out bomb thing, whatever it's called. Mm -hmm. um, and AJ Styles rolled through it and ended his shit. With a Styles Clash, bro. So that was a, that was a really dope spot, and AJ Styles ends up being the last guy in the um, in the uh, the Elimination Chamber match, bro. So that's that's uh, that that's that's a pretty that's, good field, I will say. That's pretty, a pretty good field. Pretty um, good. Yeah, it's yeah they put together a really good field. The only problem here is. Bobby Lashley needs somebody he can face, but if they want to have Bobby win it, I feel I feel or sorry, if they come up with something for Bobby in the meantime, in the three weeks, I feel like that's why they put him in here because they can always just keep the belt on him. Because exactly. WWE not knowing what they want to do with the WWE championship yet, if you don't have Bobby in that match then you kind of already set it up for him to walk in to WrestleMania as champion, you know. Um, but them putting him in the match is just WWE's way of saying, well, if all goes wrong or if we can't come up with anything for Lashley in the next three weeks, we'll either put it on Seth or Matt Riddle. And that's... Exactly. It's, yeah, for me, for me, I think it's between... For me, I think it's it's between Seth and Riddle. I don't see them coming up with anything for Bobby Lashley in three weeks. I, I don't, I don't, I don't Probably see it at all. Not. Which is sad, man. Which is real sad. It is. Yeah, it is. God. Um. Uh, yeah. So, and then to end the show, Rowdy Ronda. Yeah is out in the ring talking about how she's the only big-time badass bitch in the business or something like that. Dude. Right, as well, as I did. 
you've been gone for three years. Tomba, you're big time. Big time in what? Big time <laughs> in fucking what? Not to oh, mention... Name ain't shit. Yeah, not to mention... She looked so fucking bored. She looked mm -hmm. like she did not want to be there whatsoever. Did you see the way she was just standing there? And the way she was just talking so monotone? Like, We're gonna... It's how I fucking talk at work, bro. I'm the only big time badass bitch. And should like... I face Becky? Or should I face Charlotte? I have unfinished business with both of these women. Like, bro, bro can you fucking yeah. show some fucking enthusiasm? I mean, God, at least you could laugh at Rhonda, how she used to be, you know? You could laugh at, bro, her fucking, her promos were small. Bro, she was trash on the mic. It was amazing. You know, at least you could laugh at her, but... My God, man. I mean, could you look at, could you, you know, could you have a little more enthusiasm in you? I mean, fucking God, speak with some fucking bass in your voice. Something. Get, get, something, get, bro. get excited. Get angry. Fucking something, exactly. man. Give me something. something. Ridiculous, dude. Ridiculous. Show some fucking enthusiasm. So Becky Lynch comes out here. Becky Lynch comes out there. Unless I missed it. I didn't hear Corey Graves say the line. Um, he didn't. I really don't think he did, actually. Thankfully. Yeah, I, I didn't hear it. Becky Lynch wasn't uh, as bad as she was, as she has been. She, like, I can kind of, you know, listen to her. Not that she was, like, great or anything, but it's just the past couple of weeks. Oh my God! You just want bearable. her to, bro. You just want her to shut up as quickly as possible. But this week it wasn't too bad. It really wasn't. No, no. She she wasn't. She wasn't like. Uh, she didn't have me rolling my fucking eyeballs. But, exactly. I feel like Corey might have slipped it in somewhere, but nah, I was too brain numb from Ronda Rousey talking to even notice it. Yeah, it gave me a little bit of nostalgia when she called her Ronnie the Little Weirdo. Um, it's just funny because just, like, every time she says that, Rhonda just has this look on her face where she just, like, looks so pissed off. Like a little six-year-old kid that just got called by a nickname they don't like. You know, yeah. she just, she looks yeah. so butthurt when Becky Lynch used to say that. So that gave me a little bit of nostalgia, but... Um, she's telling her that, you know, she's scared of her and stuff like that. And Ronda Rousey does the weakest fucking, uh, oh. judo throw. I mean, when she, in 2018, she was like. Aggressive with that shit. She did. Yeah, she, she was awesome with those little judo flips. Remember when Alicia Fox was yelling at her husband and then the next night on Raw, Ronda Rousey was flipping her ass around like a pillow? Bro. She was fucking tossing her ass, bro. Oh, bro. She was fucking her up, man. But, but tonight it was just over the shoulder. She literally just slowly just grabbed Becky's arm, slowly went behind her, whipped her over her shoulder, and then put the mic to her fucking to her face and said, You'll hear my answer on Friday. Like, dude, who are you, fucking Batman? What are you trying to be, fucking... <laughs> What, are you trying to be Christian Bale? Or are you trying to be fucking Robert Pattinson here? What the fuck's going on, man? 
being fucking hot pants. What are you doing? Are you like, fucking like? She yo. just barely even grabbed. Like she like even barely grabbed uh, her arm with the mic and was just. Oh, oh, you'll get my answer on Friday. What? God. Oh, I wonder what your answer is gonna be on Friday. Now you're on SmackDown. I wonder what it's gonna be. I wonder the show you're on is giving the answer. I wonder who it's gonna be then. Way to make it obvious. Yeah, and like with WWE, with WWE, my main another one of my main gripes is fucking milk it. What exactly. what's the rush? Milk the shit out of that. Because you're gonna announce it's gonna be Charlotte. Then mm-hmm. Charlotte's gonna have to face somebody it's random fine. at fucking uh, at uh, um, well, Saudi Arabia, Fastlane. the Elimination Chamber. I don't know if they're doing Fastlane this year. Are they? I have no clue. Still, I feel like probably. I no, think. I think Wait. there was only. I think there was only one. I mm. think there was only one uh, slot after Rumble, and then it was oh. Mania. Um, Hopefully. Hopefully we get nothing to march from them. Hopefully, bro, because it's it's pointless anyway. Um, oh, one hundred percent pointless. Let me try to find this shit. Well, with WWE lately, they don't post their schedule like they used to. They kind of just announce it. So okay. We don't even know. Yeah, so they don't have they don't have either slots for the Saudi shows on here, but no. they're obviously in here anyway. But it doesn't look like there's gonna be a March pay per view. We got two January pay per views. We got you know Elimination Chamber. Then it's Mania in April. We got May, June, July, and then another one yeah. in July, SummerSlam, <laughs> and then September fourth, All Out Weekend. Oh, of course. Wonder what we're watching. Yeah. Especially in Chicago. Mm-hmm. And no, this one's uh, apparently it's the Chicago one's gonna be in June. No, I'm talking about all out Chicago. Oh I'm yeah, they're coming here, no Chicago. doubt. Yeah, they're coming here, no doubt. I think they're gonna do all out here every year. I think. Because mm, they're, they're switching. Well, because they're going back to Vegas for double or nothing. Oh, so I well, I think they I think it's case. kind of the traditions for their big I think those are might I think those are their two biggest markets so I think they oh, do like definitely. to go there but for all out this there. year United Center let's make Gotta it happen United bro. Center, bro let's do it let's make it happen bro twenty thousand deep in that motherfucker and you debut fucking I don't even somebody. know somebody. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody. <laughs> Who knows? Um, yeah, bro. I mean, by that time, we might see fucking Finn Balor or some shit. You never know, man. You never know. Hopefully, Go- Veer. Gunter. Veer. Oh, God. <laughs> yeah. He, wow. he did, couldn't make his way to Raw. He found his way to Don White. Who knows? <laughs> bro. <laughs> bro showed up to the wrong arena. This happened to bro be on All Out that. Day. Uh,. Yeah, man. Um, yeah, so 
Yeah, it doesn't look like there's going to be fast lane. Thank God. But you never know with these Thankfully. people. You never know. Yeah, um, exactly. They might announce uh, They might announce it two weeks before the show. Oh, in two weeks' time. We're exactly. going on the fast like, lane. You never know. Yeah, never. Oh, you truly... Uh, Chamber song is. Isn't it Astronaut uh, in the Ocean or something? Yep. I fucking that, heard that, that fucking faintly in the sucks. background. Oh, bro, really? Who listened to that and getting in told Vince about it? Who? You know what? I think Nick, Nick Khan is that type of Yeah. <laughs> knew it. I, Nick Khan is that type of motherfucker. Because, like... I think I think one of I think one of the things like and I've noticed this ever since he's kind of taken over control is like we're getting more like newer like songs that like people know because back then yeah. like those pay-per-view songs like I don't know who the fuck knew like I don't know who knew those songs, songs. you know what I, mean? I swear to god I do not know who knew those those songs bro like I couldn't tell you there's but not. I think Nick Khan spends all his time on hit on TikTok. I I think so, or I think he has. I I think he has people that are like in tune with what like you know younger demographics like listen to nowadays. So I think yeah. he has people go scour TikTok and find fucking uh, shitty TikTok songs. That song I heard that like the one they just had wasn't so bad. Uh, wasn't it? Ballin' by say. Logic. That's that's yeah. okay, that's okay. I, I like that. I like that song. That's that's a, that's a good pay per view song. But really, what happened to the days of fucking Finger Eleven and Rev Theory on the fucking? You know what I mean? Like, they, like when I was growing up, man, those are the kind of that's the kind of rock they used to have. And, and I I still listen to a lot of those songs, bro. Um, oh yeah, I still listen to a lot of those songs, like. Uh, just good theme songs for pay-per-view, man. Like, but that well, shit, I... Mm-hmm. They did all right. Oh, oh my God. Those TakeOver theme songs were amazing. Blood exactly. in the Water, oh. uh, Judas, Painless. Um, they were always added to the playlist, bro. Uh, Wonderful Life. I, I love that song, bro. Um, like... They were always added to the playlist, bro. You can't mm-hmm. say the same for main roster shows. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Absolutely, dude. Um, what was that one? What was that one takeover song? There was like two War Game songs. It was Wonderful Life and... It was, you know... Oh, fuck. Was it the was one we went to you were talking about? No, Takeover War Games okay. 2. The one that had Wonderful oh. Life and then there was another one by... Uh... <sighs> Oh, what's his name? <sighs> Fuck. I can't. Ah, uh, it's on the tip of I'm my tongue. Up. I gotta look this shit up, dog. What city was that? Oh, what year was that? 2018? Yep. 2018, yeah. 2018. Oh. Voices, Voices yeah. by, um, who the hell sings it? Uh, Motionless, and, Motionless white. and White. That's their fucking name. Bro, 
amazing, amazing. Like those, yeah. bro. Those, oh god, those 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 songs went so hard. And now we got really astronaut did. in the ocean. <sighs> Kill me. You know that song is very fitting to WWE though. So apparently the meaning of that song is like an astronaut's supposed to be in space and he's in the ocean. So he's down bad, right? The astronaut oh. is down bad. So it makes sense for WWE. They're down bad, bruh. They're in the ocean they really for sure. Are. They think they're, they're in space. They're in the ocean. A hundred percent. A hundred percent. So I uh, I you know, it for fits. as trash as the song is, and it fucking sucked, man. It fucking sucked. And you know, like I said, they didn't do bad with the Royal Rumble song. I don't know what the hell they that didn't. Migos shit was they had before oh, uh, for day one. They they suck. But uh Logic uh Ballin was was good. That was good. I like oh, that man. song, bro. I like I that song. It. Um but but this shit, man, oh my god. Atrocious. Who the hell god. made that decision? Who gave that the green light? Who said, Man, when I think about the elimination chamber, I think about this. I think about astronaut in the ocean. Come that on, song bro. is fucking trash. Exactly. Unbelievable. Uh yeah. And oh god, we still didn't even finish up talking about Raw. So Ronda Rousey flips her over. You're gonna hear my decision on Monday or Friday. And who comes out after Ronda Rousey leaves? Lita. Yay. She just comes out. Just walk past Ronda and Gorilla and just comes out. And she says, Becky's a fighting champion. Becky says, what are you getting at? And she tells her that she wants, she said, how about you and me at Elimination Chamber? And I'm like, oh my fucking God. Why are you putting me through this? You know what I thought would be a great, a great championship match? But honestly, I think she'll leave this year. I I genuinely Hmm. think she's going to leave the company this year. We thought we were going to see her in the Royal Rumble. Paige. Oh, true. That could have been a great one. I think Paige versus Becky Lynch would go hard. Nonetheless, I think Paige is leaving. Uh, We know her contract's up this summer, and Mm -hmm. she's she's gone. She's gone 100%. I think she is. Yeah. I think she is. 100% she's gone. She's been sitting around doing nothing uh, for the longest time ever. She's 100%, like, yeah, she's she's done. She's done. Yep. And with WWE, who even knows who even knows if, if Paige was that who even know who even knows if Paige was really that injured to begin with? Exactly. Or was that just them spiting her for the Del Rio drama? Could be. I could see it. They done that type of shit for less. Exactly. Exactly, bro. So yeah, that was that and you know, um, Durante asked this shit earlier in the night, but he says, why is Lita facing Becky Lynch? Because now WWE all of the sudden cares about women's wrestling. Exactly. They want to get legends versus they want to get the dream matches. No, they don't. Ron is back and they need women to face Becky. That's it. Fuck. Your women's division, bro. It's still ass. 
In fact, it's worse. Somehow. Exactly. AEW Dynamite. Let's go. Cleveland, Ohio. Beach break. The night for the Rebel Heart. Oh. So we thought. This show... This show... No, it did not. Um, Cody Rhodes versus Sammy Guevara to open the show. Man, Man. oh man. Man, man, man. This was one of the best ladder matches. And I said this on... It was either Friday or Saturday for the Rumble review. I said this on Saturday. When I'm eating and I'm watching a wrestling match, I'm just watching the wrestling match. I'm eating. I'm not really popping. I'm just eating and watching. I was eating, and this shit made me <laughs> set my fucking burger down and pop, bruh. Because it was that exactly. damn good, bro. This was incredible. This was incredible, man. Um, I truly, loved it. Truly. I loved, loved, loved this. Uh, th- this was this was great. This was a, a great ladder match. Started off a little slow. Mm-hmm. We went it to did. commercial, and once we came back from the first commercial break, they went from like gear one to like gear six. Exactly. I was like, holy it fuck! Went crazy. It was amazing. Co- Cody Rhodes, you know, they they added some they added uh, some great strategy into this yeah. ladder match and I love this. One of what I believe is one of the most underrated ladder matches we've ever watched is Zayn versus Styles versus Hardy. Uh and mm-hmm. one of the reasons I say that was because that ladder match was just incredibly strategic. Uh exactly. like Sami Zayn just I mean, dude, this dude handcuffed Jeff Hardy's ear to the ladder. Like, that oh, is fucking genius, bro. That's smart. Exactly. That is fucking genius, man. Uh, and I love it. I love it, bro. Uh, Cody was trying to take out Sammy Guevara's legs here. He tried putting him in a figure four uh, through the ladder, uh, similar to how Brett used to do it through the ring post, uh, but instead with the ladder. Sammy Guevara absolutely earns himself uh without a doubt a nominee for spot of the year truly truly this dude jumped off the top rope on the top of another ladder jumped off that ladder and hit a cutter on cody Rhodes. perfect cutter picture fucking perfect bro from a 12 foot high ladder unfucking believable that bitch is still being clipped and that's how amazing it is. Dude. Can't beat it. Absolutely incredible, bro. Absolutely incredible, man. Absolutely. I loved this ladder match. Sammy Guevara. I was about to say Sammy Zayn. Sammy Guevara absolutely was crucified on the ladder. He was oh, outside oh. on a 12-foot ladder. They had the ladder bridge from the barricade to the ring. This man does a swanton, and I knew... I fucking I knew, knew because of how close he was to, uh, he was, he set the ladder up so close to the, where he Cody was. was. He was and I was like, it. I was like, oh, he's either missing him and just landing right on his back or he is 
he's uh he's gonna barely barely hit him oh he hit him all right and in doing that he was absolutely crucified um this dude's back Mm -hmm. literally bent uh bro oh god oh my god that that was that was so so brutal man that was so brutal uh, there was also a spot where Cody hit a crossroads off the top of the ladder. Dude. Mm-hmm. Uh, also a great, Beautiful. great picture-perfect superplex, which yeah. superplexes in this day and age can kind of be a little overused. But, man, this one from that high up, man, it, it just looked incredible, bro. It just it looked, looked incredible. Exactly. Exactly, man. That was a great-ass ladder match. A lot ass of people. Ladder, oh, fuck yeah. Absolutely, and in a day and age where, you know, uh, I feel like through watching WWE and stuff, I feel like the ladder match is kind of, uh, you know, a little oversaturated, nothing really feels fresh, everybody just kind of does the same kind of thing, and, you know, a lot of times in WWE and, and other companies, you know, if you've seen one ladder match, you've seen them all. Either you're getting mm-hmm. in a completely boring one or you're just getting a, a ladder match where everybody's just trying to kill themselves. Um, so, you know, there's nothing really nothing really fresh, man. But this ladder match was incredible, bro. This match was incredible, man. A lot of people have this uh, high on their list as one of their favorite ladder matches ever. Um, and I could totally see that argument, bro. Totally. Oh, 100%. I can see it. I can see that argument, man. Absolutely, man. So, these guys are both standing on the top of the ladder. And Sammy Guevara, uh, this is at the very end, hits Cody Rhodes in the face with one of the championships. Cody falls and Guevara pulls down both championships, man. And Sammy Guevara is the new um, undisputed TNT champ, man. So, he, he, he shockingly... Beats Cody Rhodes. Sure. I don't know. Yeah, I, I I don't know about this. Um, I don't know about mm-hmm. this, man. Uh, I think I would have went with Cody. Um, Personally, I would. Uh, yeah, I think I would have went with Cody. Um, as for Sammy, uh, you know what we seen from his first reign, obviously, what was a dud. I'm hoping we can kind of pick things up. Um, no. Exactly. Because, you know, now that Jericho's, you know, kind of, you know, uh, doing his own little thing with LAX, what I don't want to happen, and it's kind of scaring me, I've been thinking about this, is Guevara going to step in and try to get his brothers all back together? That's... I hope not. I was going to say, I hope this even worsened Jericho's case. That makes sense. Like Guevara winning on his own shows LAX that when Guevara's not around Jericho, he's winning. That's what I would do personally. But yeah, I like that. I feel like they might do that shit. And I hope they don't reunite them. I like that. I at this point should have broke them up. And you had a chance last year. You better break them up now. You better. Yeah, because now, if you break them up, get ready for a seven-month-long feud with Chris Jericho and the other members. What would have been perfect 
and you know hindsight's 2020 you can't blame us for not you know looking at it like this then because we thought they had something planned through the summer they had the perfect they had the perfect chance to break them up and not make a year long angle out of it. exactly but hey they just had to Mm-hmm. They they stayed together. Everybody thought they must be staying together for a reason. Majority of people thought that, so it was like, okay, let's see what happens here. And it was a fucking letdown. Letdown. Uh, one of the letdowns of the years was the labors. Uh, uh, were uh, what was uh, what the hell? Something. I can't remember. Was it letdown of the year that won my uh, or that? I think it was both of ours. Yeah. Um, yeah, let down of yeah, the year, inner the circle versus pinnacle. Let down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was let yeah. down. Yeah, my let down of the year was inner circle versus pinnacle. Yeah, well, there you fucking God have damn. it. Goddamn. But uh, <sighs> you know they had the perfect chance, man, and they didn't pull the trigger. And now, if we get a breakup, and now if we get a breakup. We're going to get a seven-month-long feud along with that. And the thing is, the thing is, too, you know, if 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 Jericho... <sighs> Fuck, I lost my train of thought. Jesus, I hate when I do this. Um... Oh, Chris Jericho, for whatever reason likes to tell these like incredibly like cheesy feel good stories. Oh. And I can genuinely see Guevara and Hager stepping in to get in between LAX and Chris Jericho and make them all boys again because look at what he did last year. Everybody thought the Pinnacle should have just squash the inner circle and looking back they should have. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. uh, well everybody thought that in the beginning. Everybody was shocked that they won at double or nothing. But they had something planned for the summer, right? I digress. Um, But Jericho, you know, with them winning at double or nothing and having the feel-good moment in front of the full-capacity crowd, like, he likes to tell these incredibly cheesy fucking stories. Or, like, his feud with MJF. They do a year-long feud just for him to just beat him. Lame as hell. Lame as hell. Jericho don't understand. Yeah, I mean, everybody gives Cody shit, but, like, yo. Look at what Jericho's doing. He's, he's fucking all this shit. He's been awful for a minute, dude. He's been awful for, for a, a minute. For a fucking while. Yeah, bro. No doubt. No doubt, man. Um. Yeah, bro. Uh. Yeah, I don't know. I, I don't know, man, because it seems like whenever Sammy Guevara goes off and... Starts to do great shit on his own. He somehow finds his way back with the inner circle. And it's it's incredibly annoying. It's incredibly annoying. Exactly. That's what it I'm really scared is. for. It really is. Yeah. Um, Cody Rhodes spoke after the match. He was emotional. He said that he was working here under a handshake deal. That story is no BS. But he's never felt more at home. Under those lights. Oh, Cody. I love when I hear people telling me how much they hate Cody Rhodes. 
Oh, I love it. Because this is a case where the man is doing something right. This mm-hmm. man, I was explaining to my, I was explaining to my guy the other day, I was explaining to my buddy that, kind of what the character was, because he's always telling me how much he can't stand Cody, and I love it because that's the point. Mm-hmm. Here's, exactly. Here's, you know what I mean? That's why, like, that's why whenever people say, you know, like, oh, yeah, he, like he, when he, people say, like, oh, I hate CM Punk. He's he's just not it anymore. He's not how he used to be. That's the fucking point. That's the exactly. point. You know, it's exactly. the same situation with Cody Rhodes. It's like, this guy tries so hard to be the good guy, and he believes he's the good guy, but everybody fucking hates him, and it's amazing, bro. It's amazing. This guy exactly. is operating on a different level right now. He's amazing, man. Amazing shit here from Cody Rhodes. Truly, um, truly. Wardlow. Faces two jobbers in his home state of Cleveland, Ohio. And he nice. gets rid of both of them with the Symphony Powerbomb. Uh, yeah, the, the Symphony of Destruction. Uh, I don't know why, since he's using the Symphony name, I don't know why he doesn't call himself the Maestro of Mayhem, bro. He should. He should. He should get no idea. If, he, if they start calling him that, someone's going to listen to us, bro. You know that. There you go. Yeah, I mean, he's talking about, you know, symphonies and shit like that. Why don't you call him, why don't you just call him the Maestro of Mayhem? He's called Mr. Mayhem anyway. wonder who he fucking exactly. stole that from. Uh, yeah, but, but, but Wardlow, but Wardlow, Wardlow wins this match here, man. And yeah, he continues his, his ways of, uh, uh, he continues the storyline arc that should be coming to a halt sometime this year man and i'm excited for it don't let exactly. this be on letdown of the year tk do not it better fucking not it better fucking not don't tk it uh next we have damn who the hell did they face we have chris jericho and lax versus okay 2.0 and daniel garcia this whole match consisted of LAX and uh, LAX tagging each other in and out. Jericho did not get in at all. I think he started the match, and after that, he didn't get in at all. Me. Towards the mm-hmm. end, he went to walk away. Shit kind of broke out on the outside of the ring. I think it was Matt Lee. Matt Lee's face came towards the, the rope. Jericho hit him with the Judas effect to help his, his buddies. Uh, mm-hmm. just, I think to add a little more fuel to the fire, like, oh, you couldn't beat him unless I hit him with that Judas effect. So exactly. Then just San- to make his case look good. Yeah. So then Santana and Ortiz, then Santana and Ortiz, they, uh, they ended up picking up the victory here for the team. Jericho standing on the stage and like a little kid that didn't get his way starts throwing up his middle fingers to LAX yeah. and saying, fuck you. And they were saying it right back to him. You could hear him mouth yeah. it. I like, like, what? okay, bro, like, just a sorry little kid, dude. Like, do, does LAX not have a point when they exactly. said, you know, the Lucha Bros are tag team champs and this and that, and and here we are having to fight your battles ever since we got here. These guys are one of the best tag teams on on the fucking planet. 
You know what I mean? Exactly. Uh, these these guys are incredible, and here they are. And Jericho doesn't like to hear that because it's not true, even though it is. And you know, here here he is, uh, flipping his boys off, just like a exactly. sorry little kid. You know what I mean? Like, oh, that really tells me that you're trying to keep your group together. Like what? Yeah, like makes no sense, man. Makes no sense. Not at all, bro. Not at all. We got probably my favorite match of the night. Legit Layla Hirsch versus Red Velvet. Um, I couldn't even tell you who won this match. I think it was Layla Hirsch. Yeah, I think. And her new heel turn. Every time I every time I see her, I laugh because she just reminds me of like a miniature Small Shayna Baszler. And it's fucking yep. hilarious, bro. Is hilarious. <laughs> I love it. I'm dead. Um, Britt Baker came out. I think she just cut a self promo. I don't think anybody else came out. If if I can remember no. correctly, no. Yeah, she no, just. Yeah, she had her PWI awards out there. She was talking about uh, how um, a winning Baker. Uh, or how she's the only Dang. winning baker in Cleveland. Obviously making fun of the Cleveland Browns whole drama at the moment with Baker Mayfield ruining the team. And, uh, yeah, man, so it was just a self-promo, just kind of, you know, hyping herself up. Nothing really too crazy here. But it was some heat, as always, by the doctor. And exactly. The Very House of fire. Black. Absolutely, bro. The House of Black cut a promo. Man, oh Ooh. Man. Love it. Man. Did not know that Brody King sounded like that. And he is fire. This is going to be real fire. Brody. I've heard Brody talk before. And, you know, I met him personally, so I kind of just heard him talk as, you know, in his normal voice. I did not know this man's promo voice sounded that good. Jesus. Exactly. That was insanely great, bro. I heard him, I heard this man open his mouth and I was like, what the fuck? I was like, that's how he sounds in a promo? He sounds incredible, man. These two had a nice side-by-side. Black came up, walked from the darkness... Uh, and then when Brody came up, he uh, also walked from from the darkness as well, and it looked just incredible, man. It just looked oh, incredible. Oh, amazing! It was a great visual. They were talking about how Pack, um, how you know uh, the time's gonna come and they're gonna they're gonna get a hold of him and and fucking beat the holy hell out of him, and fuck his ass up, pretty much. Mm. That was, they said that exactly like that. Like that. Um, Perfectly. Yeah, man. So uh, Brody King tells Pac, just like death, and he walks away, and Black stands there for a minute, gets an evil grin on his face, starts to walk away, turns turns his head around, and he says, we are inevitable. And they walk back into the darkness. So, bro, that was... Fucking insane, dude. That was incredible, man. That was incredible. 
Love it. I love it, bro. Yeah, great, great shit here from these guys. Uh, truly, bro. Truly. CM Punk. CM Punk mm -hmm. comes out and talks about MJF. He talk, uh, CM Punk comes out and talks about MJF. Uh, MJF comes out and CM Punk's trying to get him to fight him. Uh, CM Punk came out in his ring gear. He's trying to get him to fight him in... Uh, He's trying to get him to fight him uh, that night in Cleveland at, at Beach Break. MJF declines, and he says, no, I want to fight you in Chicago. Hmm. Hmm. Interesting. Hmm. Very, very interesting, man. CM Punk wants to fight MJF in Chicago. Or MJF wants to fight CM Punk in Chicago. Something sounds a little fishy about that, man. Why does he? Really why does MJF want to walk willingly walk onto enemy territory, and fight Chicago's favorite son, man? Hmm. Maybe he has someone <clears throat> from Chicago that needs his rent paid, and the only way to get his rent paid is from MJF when he faces CM Punk in Chicago. He did bring up something about a lawsuit. He did. He really did. So. Bro, we about to see. We about to see Cole Cabana versus CM Punk, bro. The battle. About to be loser pays rent for the other one the rest of our, <laughs> their, their life. <laughs> oh, fuck, man. But yeah, they're really like going in, like in the advertisements that it's a match. But I wouldn't be surprised if something happens. But I'm open to whatever happens on Wednesday, man. I really am. Oh yeah. Oh yeah, whatever it is, it'll be heat. Does he maybe have a a mercenary to fight the battle for him? Mm -hmm. Does he have a killer? I don't know, man. I don't know. I don't know what's gonna happen at this point. Uh, I really do not. I don't. But it's it seems a little fishy, man. And I'm ex I'm intrigued as hell to see what happens with MJ and CM Punk because. Like I said, it's just a little fishy, man. Why is he willingly walking into Chicago wanting a a match with CM Punk, bro? Exactly. Sounds a little, sounds a little fishy. He's got to be doing something, man. He's got to be doing something. It's not like MJF. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so... See, uh, he made a couple jokes about Punk, about, you know, him uh, and his whole court stuff and stuff like that, and... Yeah, he was he was making jokes about um he was making jokes about about uh, CM Punk suing people and shit and CM Punk said that you know he'll see him next week because the difference between those two is he always gets back up and MJF mm -hmm. said oh you always get back up okay out come the pinnacle and they attack CM Punk this is where I thought Johnny Gargano was gonna come out. Uh, I thought Gargano was going to come out at the, uh, in this match because this was kind of the last thing before the main event. thought he was going to show up in the ladder match. Didn't happen. Um, I really thought he was going to show up here because it just seemed it just seemed a little weird. Plus, he kind of has he has history with FTR, so I thought yeah. you know it that's made, true. Uh, if they were to you know have him kind of come out somewhere and then his first kind of feud 
in AEW would be like Sean Spears as like a starter feud, like you know, just yeah. kind of his first like little mini feud. That's kind of what was going through my mind, uh, and I was like, okay, that makes sense because you know he's got the history with FTR and stuff like that. So, and he's um, got the same place history as Sean Spears, mm-hmm. two NXT guys. That'll mm-hmm. be awesome to see. Mm-hmm. Uh, Wardlow was uh, from Cleveland, references. so mm-hmm. yeah. Um. CM Punk, uh, they, yeah, so they they all beat the holy hell out of CM Punk. MJF sits crisscross on his chest, and uh, I think he said, I'll see you next week, or something like that. Um, or he said it's clobbering time or something. I can't remember what he said. But, yeah, and that was, that was, um, that was that segment. That was incredible, bro. That was incredible. Um... Truly, bro. Truly. Speaking of Johnny Gargano, we got the main event. <sighs> God. The main event. Adam Cole versus Orange Cassidy in a lights out unsanctioned match this was trash oh I hated it this was utter shit I understand I I, I don't either it was it was it was just really boring I remember there was a spot where all the tag teams started running out, but then the best friends came out and Yeah, there was that spot. I remember this... someone threw a light at somebody. And then the ending. That's all I remember from the match itself. Ah uh, man. Why is this feud a thing? And this is this is a thing with <laughs> AEW. The ending to their feuds, a lot of the time, they don't end with the right winner. Look at MJF and Chris Jericho. I mean, they go the whole feud and, like, MJF is, you know, beating him and getting one step ahead of him. But then in the end, he just loses. He just loses. Like, how? Like, why are you always just trying to tell the triumphant babyface story? Oh, he overcame the bad guy. Bro, no one cares. I don't care that Orange Cassidy overcame the bad guy. What? He shouldn't have. He's Orange Cassidy. No. This match sucked, bro. This feud needs to be scrapped. This feud needs to be scrapped. Mm -hmm. The best friends are fucking trash. Orange Cassidy sucks. He's a novelty act. Everybody had the audacity to say that The Fiend was a novelty act. Orange Cassidy is a novelty act, bro. Of a novelty act, bro. He sucks. And you can tell by the ending of this match. Whoever the fuck came up with the ending of this match, whoever fucking thought it was a good idea to have Adam Cole get hugged off the stage and get pinned by Orange Cassidy is a fucking bozo. Who the hell greenlighted that? Literally, man. Literally, but it doesn't count. I don't care. It counts to me. 
it doesn't. I saw him pimp him. It it doesn't it doesn't count on the and it's like I could see if you were trying to do this to sideline Cole so you know because he's the number one contender if you were trying to sideline him so he doesn't get to Hangman as fast enough it doesn't count on his record so, so Orange Cassidy was the first one to pin this man for no fucking reason he's not being no sidetracked reason. you know what I mean I could see if you were trying to do it on purpose because obviously you don't want to give us Cole versus Hangman yet but Exactly, but like, it makes no fuck? sense. It makes no sense whatsoever. I hate it. Whoever. Can't oh yeah, and I also remember the spot where they were in the go position. That was the only other spot I remember. Oh yeah, because I saw TK, and they threw a TV. That's but all I remember. Whoever the fuck thought it was a good idea to have Adam Cole lose to Orange Cassidy? Is an idiot. Dumbass. Literally. That is This man's right. first loss in a first singles loss in AEW, whether it counts or not, was to Orange Cassidy. Trash. Can Ain't they it. and if this is the end of the feud, can you just have the heel win? For once. It doesn't like, count against Orange Cassidy. So exactly. just have the heel win. Don't get it. I like he's gonna use those ones anyway, so And besides And besides, if we're so worried about ratings here, oh well you know, Adam Cole Adam Cole needed Adam Cole needed I kept I kept seeing this. Adam Cole needed to be sidetracked so he doesn't get the hangman. It doesn't fucking count. So they're not sidetracking him. Exactly. Since the ratings since the ratings matter so much why is Lance Archer getting a AEW championship match? No one cares. Who's talking about it? I'm not. We're not. I fucking just... The, the fact that I just brought up Hangman is the only reason I remember that he's going to be in a Texas death match with Lance Archer. And Lance Archer is going to lose. <laughs> Again. Like, come on, bro. Come on. Makes no sense. The ratings Makes don't no matter sense. anyway. So... Adam Cole losing, Adam Cole fucking losing sense. here doesn't make any sense because you're not even sidetracking mm-hmm. him. But even if you were trying to sidetrack him, he's not getting the shot. He's not getting the shot anyway. It's Lance. Doesn't make sense. Trash. Bad doesn't decision. make a lick oh, of fucking sense, bro. And the fact that they had this man get fucking hugged off the stage is just as worse. Exactly. Exactly, man. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. Whoever really? green-lighted this bullshit was, is, is a Isn't fucking it? idiot, man. If you thought True. Adam Cole's first pinfall singles loss to Orange Cassidy was a good idea, you suck. You really do suck. God you know, damn. I mean, I, I don't, I don't want to say his stock is going down, but like, what the fuck? doesn't help it. It's not going up. It's not going down. It didn't go up. Come on. Yeah, I mean, what the fuck are you doing with him, bro? Exactly. I'll tell you what. He's getting hugged off the stage by Orange Cassidy. For no reason. And the way that was set up, where Orange Cassidy was hugging this man for like 15 seconds, and Adam Cole's trying to wiggle out. Just shimmy. Just shimmy and like freaking out like. Garbage. Garbage, Trash. 
this fucking sucked. They Johnny yeah. needed to save whatever this abomination was. Unfortunately, exactly. he did not. But I wouldn't have minded Adam Cole taking the L if it was because of Johnny's interference. Yeah. I'd be yeah. like, All right, that makes sense. And that would have been a good way to cover up the L. And then that, that would have been a decent way to sidetrack Adam Cole. I mean, I don't know who the hell you have to lose, but, you know. But it's something. Fucking something. Have uh, those two go to a time limit. Exactly. A revolution. Or exactly. Something like that, maybe. Or maybe a falls count. Uh, I mean, last man standing. Nobody stands up. They beat each other up too much. Something. Something. Something like that. You know, you could have you could have went around it, man. But like, <sighs> atrocious, dude, atrocious. Whoever the hell greenlighted this is 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 a moron. They they are a moron. Really is a moron. That exactly. That that was fucking horrible. That was that, that was one of the That's worst. Cheap. That was one of the worst main events between two guys who actually are good. I've ever seen. You know what I mean? Exactly. Terrible. Yeah, I mean, or, or, Adam Cole's fantastic. Orange Cassidy, Orange Cassidy's uh, lame and boring, he's, but he's not bad. Exactly. You know? No, he's not terrible, but he's kind of just there. Exactly. He's an ugly act. Exactly, bro. And we have Adam Cole getting hugged off of the fucking stage and losing to Orange Makes Cassidy. No sense. Makes no sense. Ridiculous, bro. It's like, not only did this match not even sideline him, because it didn't count in the ratings, he's not getting the fucking championship match anyway, people. Doesn't make exactly. any sense, bro. It doesn't make any exactly. sense. And now, e now be even if this did, even if this did, uh, uh what is it? E even if this... Uh, was going to result in Hangman versus Cole at Revolution. Do you have Cole lose again? How do you put him in this match when he just lost to Orange Cassidy? Whether to count it or not, he still lost to him. Like, how doesn't do you, make sense. How do you fucking fit that in there? It doesn't make any sense, bro. It doesn't make any sense. And, you know, I, 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 I don't like it. I don't like it. I thought this main event sucked. Between, like I said, two oh, I people it. who are who are good, and the main event was just not it. It was just not it. They need. We've been saying this for a while. This fucking feud with the elite or the Paragon and or whatever the hell start. they're called and and uh, and the best friends needs to fucking stop. It sucks. Exactly. The best friends pulled the, the best friends pulled that stock and the intrigue for that storyline down so much. Gone. Not saying they can't get it back, but they pulled the intrigue for that match down so fucking bad, it's not even funny, man. It's really not. Of all the people who have sideline that feud, the best friends, can't stand them. Don't see the appeal. No, they suck, man. They fucking suck. <sighs> uh, no reason to really talk about Rampage. Nothing at all happened no. on Rampage, so... No, uh, not really. Yeah, other than, you know, just another uh, another Mox match uh, with some Brian Danielson stuff afterwards. Uh, yeah, they, 
Yeah, they announced the Texas death match, like I said, on Dynamite with Hangman and Archer. Not this Wednesday, oh, but next Wednesday. So, like, the February's something edition, I think, 9th or something. The February 9th edition of Dynamite is going to yeah. have Archer versus Page for the AEW Championship, man. So, that's that's that. Um yeah, nothing really too much. Uh, we'll be going to Dynamite this Wednesday, so it should be a fun time. They're right here Hell in yeah. Chicago, man. So should be should be a hell of a time, man. Should be a hell of a time. Hopefully we get something better than whatever the fuck that main event was. But other than that, the show was fantastic. But I hated the main events, bro. I hated the main hey, oh, event. Oh, I hated it. It was ass. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, man. Absolutely. Uh, yeah, I don't. I don't think there's there's anything left to. Oh my God! How could I forget? Adam Cole was pulling a chair out from under the ring. Oh my God! Yeah. And I knew we for. I knew we were forgetting something. God damn. Adam Cole was pulling a chair out from under the ring, and out came Danhausen. With. Yeah with the chair he said something about having or being friends with orange cassidy yeah don't, so don't don't fucking do that to dan housen already bro don't, don't fucking don't do it to him that fucking dude don't or don't put him in a group do not put him in that oh. fucking group <sighs> god Kill apparently me. him and orange cassidy are friends yay and uh Danhausen is in AEW now man and Adam Cole it was awkward uh for anywhere to put a main event that was not it i could see Danhausen coming out and distracting Adam Cole would have been great yeah. uh and maybe that's what you do for revolution but then at that you know where you know where exactly who wins? Doesn't make sense. Exactly. Who wins that? Exactly, you know? man. So this doesn't make sense. Yeah, or like you know, if, if he's if he's friends with Orange Cassidy, have him just come out and help him. Don't have him acknowledge exactly. him in any way. You know what I mean? Just have him come out and help him. Don't put him in a fucking group with each other. Don't do skits with each other. Don't don't do it, bruh. Do not do that to Danhausen already. This guy is incredibly popular. Everybody was excited to see him, and it was a cool debut. I hope, exactly. uh, you know, a lot of I hope I hope he doesn't do a little too much comedy because, as you know, we can see from Orange Cassidy, it has a very short, very short shelf life, man. So, uh, I think he will. I'm a I, betting man. He will. I, I think I think he will too, bro. But honestly, I've heard he has a dark side to his character, and I would love to see it. Uh, yeah, I would, I would absolutely love to see kind of what he's kind of, uh, I would like to see, hey, <clears throat> actually, I would love to see some diversity in his character. Mm -hmm. How about that? Yeah, God, that's all his ears perked up, but yeah, man, yeah, <laughs> definitely, man. I'll let, whatever, you say oh, yeah, and he, he's a good attraction for AW, his debut already has like 1.1 million views on youtube and shit so yeah 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 very you're popular. gonna make them money man so good choice for them good pickup 
Absolutely. Absolutely. He's very popular. Like I said, I, w I would love to see some diversity of his character. I love the look. I think it's cool. I don't want him to be too gim. I don't want him to be too like uh, overly gimmicky and comedy. But you know, that's some time will tell. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, great debut though. Uh, very awkward. It did not need to be in that spot. They could have debuted him in any other spot. I thought, and it would have been cooler. But uh, yeah, it, it is what it is. Um, it is what it is, man. So exactly there was a point in this show before we go as well where sammy guevara came out with his cue cards and i didn't know they were cutting the commercial break i thought he was just coming out to cut a promo same. i got i got hyped too i thought johnny was gonna come out because that's how jay lethal debuted and then they just fucking uh, picture to picture and you just got the cue cards damn damn yeah, but yeah, that's that's everything. That's everything for yeah. for this week, man. Like I said, Rampage, nothing really happened on on Rampage. So, yeah, man. No, no. So I guess that's gonna do it, guys. I guess that's gonna do it for this edition of the Notorious Hills Podcast. It's gonna do it for this edition of Notorious Unscripted, man. So with that being said, once again, it has been a pleasure from I, Johnny Mayhem. And, I, sir, okay. and with that, like I said, you guys are going to be able to see uh, probably about an hour or so uh, uh, on Spotify, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, um, Anchor, uh, all platforms we're on. I mean, you can watch it on YouTube as well. Uh, but on all the mm -hmm. other platforms we're on, you'll be able to see last Friday's news and the Royal Rumble. Once again, I apologize about that, man. But with that being said... Thank you guys for another great episode, the 76th episode of Unscripted. Ladies and gentlemen, please like, comment, and subscribe, and we will see you guys on Friday with the news. We'll see you guys then. Peace.